Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. Who are you? I'm the We're on Shock Monkey Radio? It's always been my dream to be here. What should we get out there? Is his mic on now? Now it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was Hill Hippie's rant. Little rant. Oh, rant, boy. there was excitement. Come on, man. Well, we got EK on the boards, but he's going to be dipping out. He's got to get some toilet paper for the studio bathroom because uh, priorities. We went through 36 rolls already? There's never enough. Holy shit. It's particularly on Tuesdays when I'm here before the show. So. I would like to call bullshit on that because yeah, I know better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like shit in other places. All right, Finch. Yeah, I'm like that. And Have look, you seen the facilities in this establishment? Yeah, people would compare me to George Costanza and compare me to uh, a Finch all the time. I'm just like, but I'm not like them at all. I'm not like them at all, but I I still got to take just, my shit break. Yeah, just that one aspect of their personality was similar to me. And they're like, oh, that's that's just like you. And it's like, no, 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 no that's not like me. Because there was that movie... Uh, I hope I hope they serve beer in hell. And there was this one asshole right. dude in there, and they said he's exactly like you. And it's like I am not that cruel anymore. <laughs> All right, madman. That's the only time I got pissed off. And then the, what was it? The, that short-lived series, Undeclared, where the character Seth Rogen played was very much. These people said that that was very much like me. I've never seen that series. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't as good as like Freaks and Geeks. That was a good one. That was a good one. Did like that. Oh, wow. So intro, we did the intro. We did the greetings. Hello, welcome. Shock Monkey Radio. We usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, man? Ah, my weekend was wonderful, man. Uh, Saturday, I took a much-needed uh, me break. Me in my hammock. And for those of y'all who don't know, I am uber hippie. I don't sleep in a bed. I sleep in a fucking hammock. Because why? It's better for your back. It's better for your back. It's so comfortable. Oh, yeah. And I didn't get out of my hammock except to get food or to go poop. Nice. It was wonderful. And then Saturday, I spent most of the day out in the forest. And it was an old growth forest. It's something most people don't understand, the difference between a, a just a regular forest and an old growth forest. An old growth forest is one that's been around for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, not right. one that's been only regrown for 150 years or so. Old trees just especially for somebody who's a fungal fanatic or oh, yeah. mycophagist as myself, just, it was, it was wonderful. It was paradise. Shinrin Yoku. See, I'm, I'm with you on the hammock thing, but I lose you after that. So I do love hammocks. I do love sleeping in hammocks, but after that, that's, that's all hill hippie to me. All right. That's fine. You know, that's part of the dichotomy that is you and I, yeah, I guess. I mean, it, if you, it'd be different if like you're constantly like, I got a day off. Come over to my house. I'm knocking on my door. He's like, I'm going to sleep here. I'm going to put up my hammock and sleep in your house. Like, <laughs> I guess it's better that you wander off in the woods instead. Well, you know, number one, our days off are different. Number two, for me to come up and put up my hammock, I'd have to bring a drill. You know, I'd have to map out, all right, how long, what's the length of this room? Where are the studs? I'd have to bring a stud finder. Then I'd have to drill holes in your wall. When it was all said and done, I'd have to patch the holes, wait for the mud to dry, then repaint the entire room because just doing that one spot's going to create flashing. A one-night hangout, man, it would turn into like a four-day experience. Yeah, I'd charge your rent for that night. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make sure the ghosts don't fuck you, too. Uh, you would be a douche like that, wouldn't you? You fucking douche. I'd yell at the coffee in the morning, you know, get it. Taint the water. <laughs> oh, there was what? Your jerk, your jerk coffee. There's at least four episode callbacks right, yeah, there. right there. <laughs> For those of you who do not yep. know what we're talking about, go back, yeah, please, go back and, listen to and our check out our stuff, man. Yeah, we're on a iTunes, you know, anywhere you can find podcasts. Any podcast uh, provider. You know. Yeah, wherever you like to listen to your podcast. We got that damn RSS feed up and going, so you can go and search for our old stuff. You can also check out our Patreon.com slash ShockMonkeyRadio. Check out my YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, this weekend, you remember when I'm, I have the Madman lowercase on YouTube, mm -hmm. and I, I, uh, I said that I would never delete a comment. Right. When when I was doing a rant about Critical Hats. And, right, right. And, and Ghost Wolf. And I was like, I was pissed that they deleted my comments. And then this weekend, I had to delete a comment. Dude, I got some dirty socks. Are you ready to put, uh, put them in your mouth? No. No. 
because I'll tell you why. I think I'm more justified. It's not like I deleted this comment because I didn't like what this guy was saying to me about the content of my video. Mm -hmm. That's not what it was about. Uh, he thought he was being clever by writing it in Arabic, but it was an ad for penis cream on my uh, solicited dick pics video. <laughs> he thought he was being clever by posting it in Arabic, so, but then again, I'm clever too. Yalla. Uh, you are fluent in Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how do you expect me not to what, figure it out? Is, what does this mean? Yeah. Google Translate. Oh, it's spam. It's like, yeah, you know. So I did. I reported the guy and deleted it. It's just so. not even good spam, like that comes from the can. <laughs> well, it's because of the subject matter, you know. So, so, dick pics, you know, solicited dick pics is the title of the video. So, so he thought, well, if you're going to send the un, uh, the solicited or unsolicited dick pics, here's the penis cream that'll make it appear larger. Well, that's what you think. Well, I'm just sitting here raking back my money, laughing at you, waiting on your ghost blowjob. Oh, I mean, waiting on your penis to get larger. <laughs> ghost blowjob. Well, you know, I, I thought I, I thought I'd never have to delete one, but I guess that didn't occur to me. This spam does not count. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, if that's your mo, like to to go and post stuff in another language, hoping that the idiot American who's running that YouTube channel will never delete it because he doesn't know what it means. You know, Google owns YouTube, right? Right. <laughs> That's why I've just recently discovered I activated a family account for Google Play Music, which I'm not sure if you've ever activated your invite link or not. But I'm now a member of YouTube Premium. I can watch the the new Cobra Kai episodes. Oh, right, right. Right. It's like I just discovered that the other day. It's like it kept saying premium. I'm like, hey, whatever. I'm not I'm not buying into your premium shit. Leave me alone. Finally I figured out what it was. I was like, oh, really? Oh, it is so time to watch this shit. Well, since I got it. <laughs> yeah, and it all came out because I was noticing I wasn't getting ads anymore. Nice. Yeah. I I just I'm never or I'm probably not going to convert to premium YouTube, but just the thought of it yeah, just it's, because it feels very pleasant to just me. Just because I got the YouTube, uh, not the YouTube, but the Google Play family account. I don't know if it does it with just a standard single user account or not, but just because I got the family account, that way, you know, I could have uh, music on demand. My daughter can have music on demand. I sent you the link. That way, if you ever activate it, you can have music on demand whenever you want. And I send it to a couple of my friends as well. And, and now I get YouTube Premium? Dude, that's a steal for $15 a month. Yeah, kind of. Nice. Well, anyway, I got a little segment here. I'll let you go early with Hill Hippie's Garden if you'd like. Sure, why the hell not? What you got for us today? Today. <laughs> this one amuses me on a couple of different levels. I'm sure you know who uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is. Yeah. Now, this guy amuses me on many different levels because he's uber smart. And he's uber geeky. Yeah. I saw a video that shows that sometimes it's good to be humble and you can, as smart as you are, you can be put in your place and you can still be out geeked at the same time. Uh -huh. So he put out this video talking about Thor's hammer. All right. And how, you know, it, it was amazing to him that the massive Hulk couldn't even pick up this hammer. So he's like, what's it supposed to be? So then he showed, he's on stage in this video. So he shows a clip from the original Thor movie where they talk about how, uh, Mjolnir was forged in the heart of a dying star. Right. He's like, I'm an astrophysicist. I know how to kill stars. Let's figure this out. <laughs> so he started figuring out the density of the matter in the heart of a dying star, uh, the mass per thimble. Right, right. Per thimble. So let's say our star, Sol, when it goes uh, starts to die, it'll become a white dwarf. And the mass per thimble of a white dwarf star at the heart is one ton per thimble, or one cubic centimeter. Wow. That's pretty fucking dense, right? Yeah. He goes, well, I'm a, I'm a uh, uh, astrophysicist. I can do better. Astrophysicist, whatever that was. You are not. No, I am not. <laughs> I'm not even a linguist. I'm barely a human being. So he goes, what if it's a neutron star? So he did his calculations, and it's one trillion tons per cubic centimeter per thimble. He goes, that seems about right for what Thor's hammer should be if the Hulk couldn't lift it. So he calculated it out. 
to what it would be for the size of uh, Thor's hammer, at least in the uh, cinematic universe, what it should be for the size of the hammer. The volume that he calculated, he doesn't say what the volume he actually calculated was, but he's, the weight would come out to be as much as a herd of 300 billion elephants. Well, that's what I mean. If you set it down in Tony's apartment, it would crash through the floor. <laughs> yes. And through the earth to the core, towards the core, or Agartha, depending on what you believe, and as until it reaches a matching density. Right. Well, here, here's the thing. He got a comment back and got out-geeked. By, by a, a viewer? By a fan of his on uh, his Twitter account. Oh, okay. And it told him that he was wrong. And why? Because in 1991, Marvel, the company that releases the Thor comics, produced a trading card. That was a Mjolnir trading card that said it was made of the fictional metal, uh, metal Uru. Uru that metal, only yeah. comes from Asgard, and the official weight of this hammer was forty three point two pounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's two lessons here: you can be out geeked and don't overthink shit. <laughs> well, I'm, the answer's out there. <laughs> yeah, all those calculations, there, buddy. All you needed to do was to collect trading cards in the nineties. Right? <laughs> I remember those cards. I think I still have some. Oh man. And so it's magic that makes it. Apparently, people can't live it, apparently so. Because I do it, remember that now that I think about it. When I think back to Thor comic books, and they refer to the hammer as my uru, my uru hammer. And it's like, okay, and every everyone else on that, yeah, this is an uru sword. You know, it was everywhere. You know, but all these weapons, they were like magical weapons. You know? mm-hmm. And so, because of its enchantment, that's why people can't lift it. It's you're, yeah. It's not science. <laughs> no. It's comic books, Neil. Yes. <laughs> it's comic books, Neil. <laughs> and that just amused me all the way through because I'm watching this video. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Wow, this is interesting. Wow. wow. Trading cart at 43.2 pounds. It's been magic this entire fucking time. Exactly. Now, me, myself, I would have wasted a couple of hours trying to look up the, you know, the density of the uh, neutron star or a white dwarf star hell i probably wouldn't get into a red dwarf star just checking them all because i'm that type of anal retentive when it comes to stupid shit like that when the answer has been lying in a trading card made by the people who created the fucking character it's right there yeah it had to be a for neil it was probably 30 minutes it's just Stop overthinking shit. That's the that's the core of this. Stop overthinking shit. Well, I mean, it's a. Uh, it's, uh, I see similar things in um, uh, Kyle. What's his name? Because science. God damn it, Kyle. He's over at the San Diego Comic Con. Wish I was there too. And uh, and uh, there would be like times where he's talking about like these comic book concepts and stuff like that. I think it was like a Juggernaut video where I commented. It's like, you know, sometimes it just ends up saying, you know, because comic books or because <laughs> because creative license. Right. You know, because... Because the story needed it to. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, sometimes science just doesn't have a part in some of these comic book things, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As I went on a tangent watching a couple of Neil deGrasse Tyson's videos on different uh, uh, superheroes... And I got bored after the second one, after this one. Yeah. Because there was one about the uh, who's the most realistic uh, superhero. That's easy. Batman. Bat- Punisher. Punisher more so than Batman. The only thing, well, he didn't even mention Punisher. But he just was talking about because the only thing that was a far stretch was some of the materials used in Batman's gadgets right. or suit. How rich he is, how much time he really has, and so right, forth. Right, right. How is his money truly infinite? You know, right. Is his scientific ability truly that great? Can he truly keep all of this? How, secret? how can he be that brilliant of a detective mind, of a scientific mind, have that much time to train? Find time to sleep, go out and... Keeping your money in line. Mm-hmm, then go out and fight crime. Yeah. You, apparently, dude, you figured out the same time warp reality bubble that Santa Claus uses to get around the world in one night. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's just like you're getting shot all the time, you're getting punched all the time. It takes no long-term effect on your body, Batman. Not a I bit. mean, the movies did a good job in showing it's like, yes, I mean, his body's starting to get broken over time, and that's right. what would really happen. Mm-hmm. But in... A real world scenario, you know, it'd probably be like, 
Hey, did you read the news this morning? Yeah, you know that rich guy, Bruce Wayne? They found him dead in a bat costume, shot in uh, Crime Alley. Right. You know? It was like, everyone's trying to figure out what the hell happened. Like, mm-hmm. Alfred getting interviewed by the news. Oh, I didn't know he was doing this. I had no idea. Right. <laughs> he was away from home all the time. I, now I knew he was digging this cave underneath the mansion. Because, I mean... He, Punisher wouldn't even live that long at the way he conducts business. I mean, he's getting shot all the time. All the time. All the time in the comic books. And so, I mean, uh, but he would last a little bit longer than Batman, you know? Mm -hmm. Batman stumbles on some thugs. Yeah, I'm Batman. And throws some boomerangs at him. Right. (laughs) Sharpened boomerangs. Yeah, and they they pull out guns and start shooting. Are they even boomerangs? Because they typically don't come back. They just go the, and the, stick and shit. The original design is that they were boomerangs. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. well, I know the name Batarang, but... Yeah. But they're more... Implies more of an accurately. arc. Yeah. <laughs> and thrown a certain way and caught a certain way. Right. Okay, and so, I mean... The bat stars. <laughs> they're they're shirking. Right. Is what, is what it is. So, I mean... Uh, they're... they're first called razor wing anyway it's <laughs> bat gadgets <laughs> but it's, it's ridiculous the thing is like these because guys, comic books yeah these these criminals will just pull out their guns and start shooting batman and he's like i'm batman and i got this super secret kevlar suit that that's why the uh, the force is still gonna hit you dude right of course you know the force of the impact is not as much as people think you know you see in movies how people get knocked backwards because it's so bad well, the laws of uh, physics state that for every action there's an equal to equal and opposite reaction if a gun has enough force to blow you off your feet when the bullet hits you it should be blowing the guy who shot it off of his feet as well not necessarily a lot of the recoil goes into the the pistol to action yeah but it's still you're taking that yeah it's not a whole lot of force. I mean, I've seen bigger bruises with people getting hit with like an 80, 80 mile an hour pitch. Right. You know, yeah, see, I've shot. It, it's, a, it's a matter of surface area and force. And right. I've shot some pretty massive guns. The M, I've shot an M1 Grand. I've shot a 12 gauge shotgun. I've shot one that scared the holy hell out of me because it produced a fireball about two feet out of the end of the barrel. And we were in an indoor shooting range, which yeah, didn't help. really see it indoor. Right. Yeah. And everyone had, you know, the sound protection on and That's... everyone's firing all yeah. at the same time. And I took one shot with this beast. Boom. All the shooting stopped and everyone just wanted to see what the hell was yeah. that? You guess it was something with a high caliber. People are like, ah, <laughs> yeah. loud, even with the ear protection. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It, that was no more impact than what a 12-gauge shotgun was. It was just, all right, now I know just to lean into it a little bit more. There was nothing that was even bad. I had no bruising from it. This is a, for any gun to, like you see in the movies, to knock somebody off their feet, I'm going to call shenanigans. Well, the Django and Chain. <laughs> <laughs> the fight over there at that ranch, I'm just fucking laughing my ass off. And so that dude goes, just goes flying. <laughs> right? It's like, what's he got in that gun? <laughs> it's a gun that shoots little tiny ninjas that give superpower kicks. I had to wait for the credits to see who directed it. <laughs> it's like, who, who thought this was a good idea? Oh, now it makes sense. Right. Oh, now it makes sense. <laughs> Oh, man. I figured it was M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> but just sometimes I wonder, like, if you're an actor on a, a set like that and you see him, like, working up this shot, it's like, this is what we're going to do. This is the practical effects. Or, you know, this is what we're going to do in post. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Just nobody could turn. To QT and say, don't you think that's a little bit fucking ridiculous, man? Well, see, there's three realms of thought in this. It's either A, like you just mentioned, come on, man, that's not going to happen. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? Or two, ooh, wire work. I, I want to do some wire work. <laughs> or three, that'll be a really cool shot. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> or they're just so happy to put a QT movie on their resume. Yeah? Right. Whatever you say, man. Whatever oh, you say. Oh wait, there's also the fourth rail, uh, fourth uh, theory of thought on this. I'm getting paid, so whatever you want, man. Depends on how much, but I'm sure it's good. Uh, more than I make, probably. Oh, I guarantee it. <laughs> the night was sultry. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that movie? And dark and full of terrors. <laughs> you remember? Remember that movie? 
I'm not sure which one you're referencing. Throw Mama from the Train? Oh, yes. That's a horrible title. I would have called it, like, The Night with Sultry. I would call it The Night with Sultry or Crossed Up. That that would be a better title for that movie. Okay, I'm following you with The Night of Sultry, but Crossed Cross. Up? Yeah, Criss Cross. You know, where, oh, God. Where Danny DeVito gets confused about, oh, mm-hmm. I get it. You, I, you murder my mom, and I'll murder your ex-wife. And so that's, that's Crossed Up. That's why it's a good title. If you want to go down that rabbit hole, let's call it Stupid Fucking Ideas. <laughs> Sad, strange little man. Gets confused. <laughs> um, yeah, Don't so, drink before getting on a train. But I, I love that movie because it's about writers. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I caught the end of it the other day, the end of that movie. And it's that, that scene where they're riding on the train and they're having this conversation. And they're kind of like over it. We're not going to kill her. You know, we're... We were dumb, and we had this dumb idea. Right. And so they just went back to talking about writing like writers do, and sitting there, and it's like, so do you say, and Billy Crystal, so he's in this good mood, and he's like, so that's writing. You know, do you say the night is damp, or do you say the night is moist? <laughs> that's writing. And she goes, the night was sultry. <laughs> and he had been had this writer's block the, the whole, through the whole movie, right. trying to get the night was, and he was just stopped. Everyone's hounding him. Are you going to finish this book? Or we need that book. Or he's like, can't get past this line. And she delivered. And she's just passively. They're treating her like a cat in the room. You know, it doesn't matter what she overhears. You're not a writer. Yeah. And then she puts in that the night was sultry. Bet something better than anything he had ever thought about because he was right. thinking about the night was damp and the night was moist. Right. You know. And that's and she goes. The night was sultry. And it just <laughs> got to him right to his core. He's like yes. she did it better than me. And then she got up. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Because where are you going? I'm gonna go kill the bitch. I mean, that's, that's what that's what caused Billy Crystal How to snap. How dare you? That's what caused Billy Crystal to snap. Yep. Oh man. And, uh, it was also it was like uh, when Owen first told him, it was like, yeah, I wrote a wrote a book about you, Mama, and me and our adventures together. That's exactly the same type of book, and he's just stick it really. He just he's you're like he's gonna snap again, man. <laughs> You know, if I stop and think about it, this could be a premonition of the life of J, uh, George R. R. Martin. He could be stuck on one line, <laughs> and that's why the the new book hasn't been out released yeah. in years and years and years. He's just, he stuck needs to on get, the night was right. He needs to get on a fucking train with his mama. <laughs> Or his friend's mom or whatever, just to get it out, kill her, because you know what? Everyone dies in his books anyway. Might as well make it come go into real life. Just kidding. And there's the problem. That's why we haven't got the new A Song of Ice and Fire novel. George R.R. R. Martin is stuck on The Night Was. It was sultry, George. Just live just with go it. Just go with sultry. <laughs> Say it was our idea. If you don't like it, blame the shock monkeys. Yeah, he's, yeah, well, no, I guarantee you he's sitting in his little uh, office right now listening to our podcast going, oh, damn. You're almost right until the... Because you know what George R.R. R. Martin is not doing right now? Hmm. Writing. Yeah, that's true. Probably dictating. No, not even dictating. If you're that big a writer, I'm sure you're dictating. He could be. But then again, you know, I've read uh, Stephen King's On Writing, yeah. the book about yeah. the craft, as he calls it. And it's a great read, yeah. you know, even if you're not a writer. You know, somebody who's like me, he's just got to, I'd like to write the stories in my head down because they're pretty fucking cool stories. It's a great read just on the creative process and how he makes it very personal, very like he's out on this uh, archaeological dig, unearthing these stories that existed. He's just being allowed to see them. It's very a, a very shamanic view on the writing process, and I, I really appreciate this take on it. So maybe that's George R. R. Martin's process as well. I, I think know. every every artist's process is different. Oh, of course. Certainly, if you're as popular as Stephen King, you can get away with writing a book called Alden Writing. If I write one, no one's going to buy it. No. <laughs> Who is this guy? Why would he be an expert on writing? Why should I listen to him? Well, I do have books available on Amazon. You can buy them and read them if you like. And you should. Yeah. Look for Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's. Got the Exit 13 series. Oh, dude. I, I could so say something bad right now. Don't. I won't. Don't. I got the Bunny Years, a memoir. It's about a superhero named Jack Rabbit who got all broken like Batman would normally do. I give a little realism to my superhero stories. That a boy. 
<laughs> it still sounds like you're a Scientologist writer. And I got the ravings of a madman. It's just a bunch of stuff I was writing and used for stuff that I hear on Shock Monkey Radio over the years. And you can check that one out. And Five got, bucks for and this got, last two. And you got that published? Or did you self-publish? Yeah, self-published on Amazon. Oh, nice. They're downloadable on Amazon. So. Oh, so you can't get hardback copies. No, no, no. You know, I know what you, you know what you can get though. What? That's real and tangible. T-shirts now. All right. Shock Monkey Radio T-shirts. If you go really, to, yeah. If you go to teespring.com, that's t-e-e spring.com uh, slash fxbg public radio. It should take you to where you could buy the first T-shirt I designed. We got to get more images and stuff like that so we can provide more colors. It's only available in white and may not look too good when it arrives. Uh, I don't know. I'm waiting. That's for not a run. very good selling point, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm not sure. How, I hope I, it comes out right. I appreciate the honesty. It, it may not look good when it arrives, but buy the T-shirt. <laughs> Please. Are they five bucks? No. It's Ten tea, bucks. It's Teespring. It's pretty expensive. Twenty-five bucks. I think it's less than twenty. Okay. But uh, because I'm gonna say with, it, it may not look good when it arrives. Well, I ordered three for us. So when they arrive, we can take a look at it. And, Fair enough. Awesome. Well, I want to see how it looks printed on, on the shirt to see if it is actually a problem because it's like a white background. It's only available in white. And so mm-hmm. I got to alter these images so we can get a better uh, and, range of color that we can choose And from. it's the uh, monkey head with the cross light, my lightning bolts? Yeah, on the back, yeah. Right yeah, on. FXBG Public Radio on the front. Oh, right on. Yeah. So check it out, teespring.com. Please do. Flash FXBG Public Radio. Get yourself a t-shirt. Fly the flag, y'all. Show your... All right, I'm shutting up because okay. I just completely got tongue-tied there. So you were watching a bunch of Neil deGrasse Tyson videos, huh? No, just three. Okay. Well, I was watching a bunch of conspiracy videos and stuff like Agartha, UFOs. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, even like Bigfoots. Big feet? Bigfoots? Proudfoot. Proud feet! <laughs> big, big, I'm going to go big. with Bigfoot. Big feet. Big feet? Okay. Big feet. Well, I mean, they, they say there's like government covering it up. Cover, government covers up Agartha, the UFOs, all this stuff. Big feet. <laughs> but, I mean, do you think that the governments are of the world, because, you know, governments will apparently even like Russia and the U.S., they know about it and they talk about it in secret, stuff like that. Like, yeah, we got to keep the pole off limits, the poles off limits so people don't go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody can fly over it. There's mm-hmm. satellite photos. Stuff right. like that. So, I mean... But do they really think that we are so prone to panic and mayhem if they just disclosed everything to us? I mean, maybe maybe right now is the best time for full disclosure because everyone's so busy taking selfies and pics of their food. And, you know, they wouldn't even notice a news article about the truth of the Nephilim in between Trump's tweets. I differ. I, you disagree? I disagree completely. Okay. You know, number one, think back to the original Men in Black. Uh J, no, K, has the best line in there. A person is smart. People are dumb, stupid, panicky animals. I agree 100%. Now, you add that into today's society where everything is on social media, goes to the internet in a blink of an eye, where any asshole can put their opinion and spin on something, and then that starts to spread. One jackass says something extremely stupid. That catches on to another hundred jackasses. When each one of those hundred jackasses spreads it on to another hundred jackasses. And, and it, so on. And, and so, so on, on. And so on, yes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the original leaked story becomes something completely different. And you got people shooting up into the sky with whatever guns they have available to them because they're fucking retards. They're up there. We just can't see them. <laughs> people being hit by stray bullets, falling back down. Just, no, people are stupid and panicky. I believe... There is the, it's plausible that the governments of the world would conspire together to hide extraterrestrial life. That would make some sense to me. But the governments of the world conspiring to hide a Bigfoot, its existence, that makes no sense to me at all. And not only just for that, because there's been no, uh, no proof. There's been no bodies or anything found out in the woods. Bigfoot eat their dead. They don't eat the bones. Uh, apparently, there were some bodies that were quote unquote. I'm gonna. I, I should start at the, at apparently. Quote, apparently, there was some. <laughs> do it air quotes. Right. Like you can see them at home. Right, apparently, <laughs> there were some bodies recovered after the Saint, Mount Saint Helens accident. Eruption. 
Sasquatch bodies. Yeah. And that was in 1980. Yeah. We just now hear about it. Yeah. yeah it's no. The cover, it's a government cover up. There's been too many jackasses that go out in the woods. Hunters, hippies, people who go out and spend boo-hoo's amount of time in the woods. You know how many dead bodies I've found in the woods? Is it more than zero? Way more than zero. I found one dead human body in the woods. I found more dead deer than oh, I can count. They don't count. I found more dead raccoons, more dead foxes, more dead uh, coyotes. You know, every creature that you're supposed to find in the woods, I've found their dead carcasses. Bigfoot eat their dead? I don't believe that. I do. They don't have the teeth to crunch the bones. They know how to boil. <laughs> All right. If we're jumping into the realm of the ridiculous here. <laughs> I've never wandered in the woods. I have. saw a, a Sasquatch sitting there boiling some other Sasquatch. See, th- th- oh, my husband died. We're having a big feast tonight. Come on by. That's another thing. If that were the case, let's say the, the BFRO or whatever organization you want to follow was trying to say that, yeah, they cook up, they cook their dead or this whatever, or they have these camps. Bullshit. There would be signs of their movement. No creature can go in to an area and leave no sign of their existence, especially if they're going to make some sort of fire to cook something. I know better. I try to leave my environment as if I haven't been there at all, and it's completely impossible. If you're in a spot, you're going to leave some sort of mark. Carbon footprints exist. It's just a thing. So no, that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard of. That's why you don't find their bodies. Bullshit. And number one, where they get the fucking cauldrons, dude? They have smelting plants. The witches, man. Underground in Agartha. Don't you know anything? <laughs> <laughs> Just like the Nazi UFOs, they sometimes snatch people and play with their buttholes. That's what the Nazis do. The Sasquatch, they snatch people from up here and they bring them down to Agartha and have big feasts. Is that the case, too? They come up from uh, Agartha and do their thing, then go back through these secret holes, back down to Agartha? Or is it that the uh, Anunnaki take them back onto their ships and come back every 3,000 years with them? I don't know. I think maybe they, like, drop supplies to them, the cauldrons and so forth. Maybe. And then they just hide them in Agartha? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it's, I know. Oh my God. I need a bucket to catch my brains because they're oozing out of my ears. <laughs> oh, just when it comes to cover ups, I'm sure there's things that the government's keeping from us. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I mean, do are we really going to panic? Yes. I don't think so. I, you may not panic. I may not panic. Society as a whole, let's just ignore the rest of the world. Because let's face it, this is America, and that's like our go-to move is ignoring the rest of the world unless they got something we want. Oil. But (laughs) American society, how stupid is American society when you get down to it? Yeah, fair enough. But I mean... There was this line in a movie, I can't remember what it was, and I really wish I could right now because... Well, then don't bring it up. No, because the line was, y'all have a lot of songs about butts, don't you? Yeah. Yes. Best line in the movie I've heard in a long time that just says so much about our society. You have a lot of songs about butts, don't you? Unfortunately, yes. Shut up. I'm trying to watch out my balls. (laughs) Go away. I'm baiting. (laughs) One of the highest grossing movies, uh, maybe not grossing, but highest watched movies of the late uh, 90s, early aughts is... Jackass and Jackass 2 where people do stupid shit and get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are dumb. Yeah, I guess so. If Yeah. But I mean, then, but if you think about it, conspiracy theorists, and a lot of people believe that aliens have visited our planet and the government knows something about it. Right. Lots and lots of people believe that. So that essentially, you already believe that they exist. Those people, yes. It, it, so why aren't you working on the solution instead of getting disclosure? <laughs> Think about what the government must be thinking. All right, are we going to tell them? It's like, well, what the fuck are we going to do about these aliens? And it's like every time we come near them, they disable our our aircraft. Mm-hmm. You know, speak to the minds of the pilots and say, "Go fuck yourself, human. You don't <laughs> have shit that can hurt us." 
It comes back down. We got to get a debriefing. And what did you see, Lieutenant Colonel? It's like I got a message being right to my mind. It's like you, you can't fuck with us. <laughs> no, 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 no. What did you see, Lieutenant? Nothing, sir. That a boy. <laughs> so I mean, that's the issue when it comes to UFOs specifically. Is like, what the fuck are the governments of the world going to do about it? It's like, hey, uh, just wanted to let you know, we're uh, surrounded by these big cigar-shaped UFOs. They can become invisible and stuff. They could kill us at any moment. So just uh, go about your lives because they don't seem to be fucking with us too much. Right. (laughs) And and cigar shaped, just like George Carlin, God rest his soul. His brilliant, brilliant, brilliant soul. Again, it's phallic shaped. It's shaped like dicks. Everything's shaped like dicks. I heard a conspiracy that the cigar shaped ones are uh, Mayan. Mayan UFOs. Mayan that, UFOs? Yeah, because they escaped to Agartha. Instead oh. of, yeah, and so why would they need UFOs? Why would Because uh, <laughs> they were in Agartha and they figured it out. I don't know. But I uh, don't know. Uh, I guess you would have to figure out some sort of anti-gravity technology to go into the Earth? No, 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 no. There's cave systems all throughout every single continent. There's huge, humongous cave systems. Oh, of course, but I'm trying to figure out. have not been fully explored. I'm, but here's the whole thing of why would they need UFOs that can fly with anti gravity based on the way that people describe these things to fly? So they can get around. Yeah, that's my point. They need anti gravity to fly underneath the Earth? Well, apparently the Nazis figured out this, or the reptilians figured out this oh, anti-gravity. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. There's We can go on forever about all this <laughs> bullshit. I mean, usually it's our bullshit we're spouting, but today it's just the bullshit we've heard on the internet this last week. Isn't that every episode? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Speaking of more bullshit I found on the internet, you want to move into the news worth knowing? Yeah, because the bucket's starting to get full with my brains. and You want to take a second, throw it out back? Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> might grow some mushrooms in the backyard. <laughs> Can put it in the compost pile. I don't know. Mushies. Oh, boy. News worth knowing. All right, I'm going to start with this article because it's relevant to me. Uh, Senator Chris Murphy calls for more Silicon Valley censorship. Survival of our... This is a quote. Survival of our democracy depends on it. (sighs) Okay. Senator Chris Murphy thinks tech giants banning Alex Jones' Infowars is a good start but says the survival of our democracy depends on sites like Facebook and YouTube removing additional content. Quote, InfoWars is the tip of a giant iceberg of hate and lies that uses sites like Facebook and YouTube to tear our nation apart. These companies must do more to take down one website. More than take down one website. The survival of our democracy depends on it. Uh, The Democrat from Connecticut tweeted on Monday. Yeah, I see you shaking your head already. Yeah. All right. The controversial Jones, this is about InfoWars, and his content were removed from Facebook, YouTube, and Apple, Apple and Spotify this week, his podcasts and stuff, too. Just FYI. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jones is a notorious conspiracy theorist. Hey, we were talking about conspiracies. (gasps) It's almost like I I planned it. It's like you segue into it perfectly. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, conspiracy theorist. Hey. He's uh, known for his uh, polarizing content, including discredited claims about Sandy Hook's elementary school shooting. He's saying it didn't really happen. Mm. Yeah, many staunch Infowar critics condemned the tech giant's decision, uh, noting that censorship could result in further actions against people who aren't accepted by the mainstream media, which appears to be exactly what Murphy wants. That's opinion. You shouldn't have wrote that in that article, whoever wrote this. Uh, Murphy wrote that Facebook, Apple, and YouTube have gotten so big that sometimes they seem like the government. Democrats. Uh, But reminded his 704,000 followers that technology giants aren't publicly controlled. Uh, They are private companies that shouldn't knowingly spread lies and hate. They took a good first step today by removing InfoWars. Talk radio host Tony Bruno responded, Thanks for confirming your hatred of the First Amendment, Chris. You do realize this is not what democracy looks like, don't you? That's what communism looks like. Yeah. Or the National Socialist Party. One and the same, basically, but... Yeah, which is a... a <clears throat> yeah, which is like a far-left asshole. Which left, is... Left-meaning Democrats. Right. Uh, that's... 
This kind of similar to the fact that you uh, Google is now creating a China-specific version of Google just yeah. to conform to the yeah, the government's communism and censorship. That's ex- that's basically what this guy is saying. We need to censor what's in the internet. So that way, <laughs> it conforms to what the government wants to see happen or wants the people to be right. able to see. Exactly. That's communism. Yeah. One hundred percent. So good. I'm glad, I'm glad we're on the same page. As soon as I saw your head shaking, I was like, okay, he's on my side of this. Because <laughs> I'm a YouTuber, you know, I'm a, I'm a podcaster. You know, this is a podcast you're listening to right now. And it, it, if people, I mean, I can understand uh, somebody as big as this guy, this InfoWars guy, right. getting targeted because of his position. Mm-hmm. But saying that you should start doing that to everybody who isn't saying what is popular or what they want to yeah. be popular because exactly. that's, that's the undertone that's right. Yeah, that's there. the undertone is that that's not, we don't want that to be popular because you know what happens yeah. next. Let's say that happens and they censor everything across the net that we can see here in the United States. Yeah. What my they YouTube want. channel, our podcast. Right. And all that's censored across the internet. Then it moves down to, from the internet to the surface world, to real life. Government yeah. says, "All right, this cannot be said." Yeah, said States in public. start saying the, the same things. We've become a fucking military communist state where the Police freedom, state, of, yeah. where the freedom of uh, speech no longer exists. This should be fought tooth and fucking nail. Absolutely, absolutely. And look, America is not perfect by any means. No. Our society fucking blows in a lot of ways, but this freedom to say what you want to say is one of the great things about it. It's where our true freedom really lies. Because if you got a problem with something, hey, that's not fucking right. You speak up and say something about it, and you may or may not affect change, but you know what? You've got that right. You're trying to do something about it. By well, keeping your mouth shut, you're just becoming part of the problem. Well, here's the thing about our modern society, if you ask me, and when it comes to, like, InfoWars. <laughs> when it comes to InfoWars. Um, <clears throat> you can... Uh, you can say whatever you want. I believe in that. Mm-hmm. However, you cannot believe that there are not going to be any consequences for that. Um, do I think that the government should take down somebody's uh, uh, webpage, their podcasts, their YouTube channel because something that they said? Absolutely not. Right. How it should pay out in response to that is that, like he says Sandy Hook was a fake. Unsubscribe. Yeah. That's how it should work. Right. All right? If you don't like my YouTube channel, you unsubscribe or no, right. don't subscribe in the first place. I get it. But if you want to go there and look at my my most controversial video, the Charlottesville rant I did, mm-hmm. um, and you say because of this video, you know, we're shutting, shutting, you down. shutting down your YouTube channel mm-hmm. because what you say in that is not uh, – doesn't fit – the social mores of our culture. Right. That's not the government's job to do that. You know, if, if, uh, if you want to be unsubscribed, unsubscribe. Right. But if, if you have a KKK YouTube channel, as horrible as that is to imagine, it's not like something I've looked for. Is there one? I don't know. I have but no I mean, idea. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think shutting it down uh, should be legal. No, it shouldn't. I think it should have maybe four subscribers, but knowing how many rednecks I've met in this country, it probably has more than me. Yeah, let's not use the term redneck that way. Oh, I'm sorry. It's white supremacist. White supremacist. Because right, there's some. Yeah. I, I've known some redneck boys. I mean, good old backhill country redneck boys who aren't racist. Yeah. So you know, white supremacist. Yeah. Is the proper term for that. And I mean. I'm sorry, but there's enough of them in the world for a YouTube channel. And a following. Yeah, to get a following. I'm sorry that 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 is. But I don't think that the government or the people who disagree with that should shut it down simply because of it. All right. This is basically trying to turn the American population into sheeple. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're halfway there anyway. Well, right. You know, and I'm sorry. I, I love this nation. I love what we can be and what we have the potential to be again. I'm patriotic to a land, not a flag. And if this continues on that direction, that's uh, not a country I want to be a part of. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm loyal to the country, not the flag. Mm-hmm. But I was taught extensively to care for the flag. So don't, don't get mad at me. I mean, it's like, say if there's like a zombie 
umprising mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's like a we're running. We got our automatic rifles. We're running. I see a flag on the dirt, and I was like, oh no, we got to burn it. You know, sorry. No, <laughs> no, not just the flag itself. I just meant the flag being a representation of the government. The government goes too far in a certain direction. That flag represents that government. You know, all right, that government has now turned into a communist government. No, fuck that flag and that government. Go on. Uh, let's find a new one. All right. Well, you're getting into dangerous territory. Well, we got about 15 minutes left. Let's move on to the next story, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, I, I just wonder if there was a... You're right, because if I continue on, we might get banned. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wonder if I was walking down a street and I saw a star on the sidewalk that had Donald Trump's name on it, what would I do on it? I, I think I'd piss on it. Probably. All right. West Hollywood passes resolution to remove uh, President Trump's Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Uh, this Yeah, this is from Los Angeles. West Hollywood City Council passed a resolution Monday night asking to have President Trump's star removed from the Hollywood Walk of Fame, according to a tweet by the city's mayor. West Hollywood City Council unanimously passes resolution asking the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, Chamber of Commerce to remove the Donald Trump star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, announced Mayor John Duran on Twitter. Uh, Trump was awarded the star at, on the prestigious stretch of the Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles in 2007 during the height of his apprentice fame. Fame should be in quotes as well. Um, it was also it has it has been defaced and vandalized numerous times since he has been in office. The West Hollywood City Council did not pass the resolution because Donald Trump is a conservative or Republican. Earning a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame is an honor. When one belittles or attacks minorities, immigrants, Muslims, people with disabilities, or women. The honor no longer exists, Mayor Duran uh, told Fox News in a statement. Um, I've heard I heard in the news on the way over here that they uh, they denied it. This is they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, they took um, it has most recently been pickaxe. Somebody came in with a pickaxe that just started. Ching, ching, ching on the, Good lord! <laughs> Donald Trump's star, and they they arrested him. <laughs> or they should. That's defacing property that's not yours. Well, I mean, the issue is is that it's, it's uh, the Chamber of Commerce. Right. It's the city. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, the council. Right. So, the city said no. Uh, see, I really have no opinion on this one way or the other. I mean, he is not a right. It's their, it was their decision to say, all right, we're going to give him one. If they want to take it away, it's also their decision. It's not something that's God-given or given to him by law. Or yeah. It's here, now it must stay. No. I mean, okay, these people who awarded to him, let's say it's a council of, let's say, 10 people, and this council rotates out every two to three years, and the things change, what the fuck ever. If they decide, well, he's no longer worthy of it, then yeah, they should have the right to take it out and remove it. I mean, whether or not you agree or disagree with his politics— the right to remove that star exists. See, oddly enough, that is one of the few stars that would not piss me off. I mean, I'm sorry. It's one of the few stars. It's one of the stars that would not piss me off. I'm sorry. Okay. Because there's only a few that would piss me off. All right. Uh, Lassie, I think, <laughs> yeah, that would piss me off. A dog having a, a, a Hollywood star. Why? Um, does, does Lassie have any fictional... Creature, but there was actual physical creature that did the. No, it was several dogs. It was several dogs. So So, several dogs share that star. Yeah, and so the actor's name ends up on it, not Lassie. So it should be the dog's real name. Oh, all right, fair enough. Does Mickey Mouse have a star? I don't know. I don't pay attention to stupid shit like that. I would be looking. See, if I went down there and I was looking at names, Donald Trump would just be one of those names. Okay, real person. All right, I'd be looking. I'd be pissing on like Mickey Mouse. If there's a Mickey Mouse star, I'm just like, this This shouldn't exist. So if there was a Captain America star, would you piss on it? No. So, uh, now you're contradicting yourself. Would I piss on it? Yes. You're right. I wouldn't, like Chris Evans, I wouldn't wouldn't piss on his star. Right. But, but Captain, Captain America. Captain America, yeah. Okay. You're right, yeah. You're right. Stanley? No. No, absolutely not. But just a Captain America. That yeah. You shouldn't have a star. <laughs> Chris Evans, yeah, he can have a star. <laughs> Stan Lee, yeah, you can have a star. You can have a star, and you can have a star. I feel like Oprah. Yeah, everyone gets a star today. <laughs> All right, I got about ten minutes left. I'm gonna skip a story here because 
I want to. We ranted too much. Yeah. It happens. Uh, Minnesota anglers charged for catching 253 fish over the legal limit. Whoa. Quote, they were biting good. (laughs) (laughs) A Minnesota couple was charged with possessing too many crappies after an anonymous caller tipped off the State Department's State's Department of Natural Resources. Uh, According to the Kansas City Star, a group of six was spotted uh, by another angler catching crappies and keeping them at Lake Sisseton. The unidentified angler, who thought uh, there were more than 100 fish that had been hooked by the group, uh, called to turn in the poachers. No, to called the turn in poachers hotline. There's a tuner in poachers hotline? Apparently so. Oh, authorities followed the tip and tracked down two vehicles belonging to the group uh, reported at the lake. One of the vehicles led to the mountain lake couple, Is- Ishovan Zayashak, 70, and wow, these are the hardest names. Shanthon Pongsim, 60. The star reported. If I accidentally got any of those right, that would be amazing. <laughs> All right. The company couple originally denied that they had any crappies in their home, uh, but one of them told the officer the fish were biting good that day and allowed the authorities to check the freezer. According to the star, the conservation officers found no crappies in the first freezer, but found a large amount of packaged crappies in the second freezer. Uh, they told it 273 crappies together, 253 over the legal limit. Um, 10 crappies per person. So the authorities allowed them to keep their legal possession limit, 20, 10 per person. Uh, and then they informed that they have to eat their crappies before catching more. <laughs> the couple were charged with having more than the legal limit of crappies in their possession. If found guilty, the couple could be for, uh, fined and ordered to pay restitution up to $3,000. Okay, now, there's a couple of things here with this story that caught my attention. Okay. Number one. And I'm going to put a lot of ifs in here because there's a lot of speculation to this story. Okay. If they had caught all those in one day, which they cannot prove because they did not find proof of the crappie until they were in the... uh... You think they should have had a warrant? No, 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 no. Here's the thing. They were already in the freezer, right? Yeah. Who's to say that they just haven't been, you know... Oh, I got the hat from saving them up. Right. You know, I go out, I I catch my 10, my wife catches her 10, we got our 20. Go back the next day. Same thing goes on, and they've just stocked up their freezer. You know, who's well, to say that does, hasn't happened? If they found them in a all of these excess crappie in a semi-thawed uh, I, I frozen guess, state, yeah, that's probably what happened. Is they found them in a semi because the photo it shows like a whole bunch of them. They look uncleaned and stuff like that. So I was just sitting there when I first read the story. I was like, dude, I w- yeah, <laughs> but they're good eating. Yeah, it's crappy eating. It's good crappy eating. But cleaning two hundred and fifty. I'm sorry, two hundred seventy-three. Fish? Sounds like a headache I don't want to deal with. Crappier? I, I don't care how good they are. I don't no, eat No, 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 no. Do you know the size of crappy? Yeah, they're like that big, right? Yeah, they're small fish. Yeah, I know. Typically. They, but they take literally a minute to two minutes to clean. Still. 273 it, of them. Fuck it. Scalar. I know. 30 seconds on each side. Slice down the middle. Stick your fingers in there. Pull out. Wrap it up in tin foil. Throw it in a freezer. Yeah, I'm going on to this next story. Georgia woman says rapper Ludacris paid her grocery bill that she couldn't afford. That's Ludacris. He can't. Okay. <laughs> a Georgia woman who has uh, faced recent financial difficulties says rapper Ludacris paid for her groceries this week. Thera Gwyn Jaramillo Mio of Atlanta has been struggling emotionally, physically, and financially since her husband died of brain cancer in 2014. More recently, however, she ran into a financial hit of almost $4,000 within one month when she had to get a new water heater. And I didn't get a freelance writing check I was owed. She wrote in a now viral Facebook post, which has more than 20,000 reactions, 10,000 shares as of Saturday. All right. Uh, my budget simply will not hold under that huge a hit. Low on cash and uh, skip ahead. I was breaking me to pieces. Yeah, she, anyway, that's when the woman's friend, who had not yet been identified, stepped in to help, providing her with a $250 gift card to Whole Foods. She took the gift card, went in there, and like went on a shopping spree. All right, and she was in line, and then she realized she miscalculated, and she, her bill came up to 375 uh, She began to cry, and then a stranger came by, offered to pay the bill of 375 uh, She started crying. She asked what the man's name was, and he said, Chris. Uh, she wrote on Facebook and shook hands and hugged before making small talk. I'm talking to an angel. Should I tell him? Should I tell him she's an, she's an, he's an angel? She recalled thinking as he spoke. 
After the man left, the cashier revealed to her that if it was, if this was an angel, he was a well-known one. The man who covered her cost was rapper Ludacris. This is a quote from her. It's like, he was just doing something kind for a disheveled, harried stranger, showing the love of his soul, shining the light in the world. He had no way of knowing of her personal hardships. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. What Ludacris had no way of knowing is a quite... Uh, Quiet kindness and generous gesture. Food, bitch. Yeah. I'm about to pay. <laughs> well, EK's back. <laughs> it was a really nice and touching story. Did oh. I just name the episode? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my God. Okay, we got five minutes can't left. Can't you just hear it now in your head? <laughs> Food, bitch. Get up. I'm going to pay. <laughs> I'm about, I'm to, about pay. to pay. I'm about to pay. <laughs> I can just hear it in my head like that. <laughs> but does she deserve to be called bitch? No, no, no. That's just like him after doing that, like with a smile on yeah, his face. He's walking, walking out away, in the parking lot. Yeah. That, just humming oh, that God, that's up. even worse. <laughs> Food, bitch. I just paid. <laughs> I got the bait. <laughs> But good on him, man. That's uh, that's yeah. awesome. Well, I always had a good feeling. About I, that I've, you know, I'm not a big fan of the rap genre in general. I mean, yeah. there are some artists I appreciate. This guy just jumped up three levels of respect in my book. Yeah. Good on him. The world needs more people like that. Exactly. You know, on, a, on an unrelated, kind of related note, there's a rapper Akon. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. who has apparently been spending a ton of money in like. Uh, African countries, yeah, you know, a lot of these guys are providing doing this. power to nations where there's no power. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just putting his money into so that. You get, yeah, so nice. you get, so you can download my tracks. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but, but the news just doesn't talk about like these rappers doing this awesome stuff in third world countries. No, they're going to third world countries trying to, uh, you know, to get the. You got electricity? You got cell phones? There you go. You got Spotify? You got it now. You got iTunes. <laughs> Look, Download I, my I, album. I bought a truck. I bought a truckload of iPhones. We're gonna fly them over there. We're gonna drop them in a sea container in the middle of this this town. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give them away. They all preloaded with my entire latest album. No, <laughs> well, you, no you would, they, a, would they yeah. be preloaded with his album, or would he no. make them pay for the album? Yeah, make them pay for it. That's what um, he did. They yeah. would up his sales. He does all this good shit, but he's good. He gets the up sales. Like, hey, my shit went double platinum. Smart business. So we got three minutes left. I want to try to do an unlifting, uplifting story for the end. All right. Please don't ruin it, fellas. I didn't think that was ruining it. I think that was like I thought. That, I think that's that really was a, cool. That was an that uplifting was... story. All righty. Uh, Walmart employee gives disabled customer a manicure after a salon denied her. Um, Angela Peters, who has cerebral pal- cerebral palsy, uh, uh, a congenital disorder that can cause involuntary movements and traverse of hands, arms, legs, and feet. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. In case you don't know. Uh, was out shopping at a Walmart Supercenter in Burton, Michigan, when she decided to get a manicure at the nail salon Davi Nails inside the Supercenter. However, due to her condition, the nail technician allegedly refused to serve her service because she moves too much. Uh, a nearby Subway employee, Tasia Smith, wrote on Facebook, Post has been liked nearly 5,000 times as of Monday evening. Fortunately for Peters, her luck turned around. Ebony Harris, an employee at Walmart, learned of the situation and decided to make Peters' day special. I just wanted to make her day special. I didn't really want her day to be ruined. That's why I did it, Harris told the local news station. And plus, she's a sweetie, she added. Harris said she knew Peters because Peters works in the area and frequents the Walmart. Okay. The pair uh, bought a bottle of nail polish in the store and set up a salon on one of the tables in Walmart. Now Harris is being praised online for her good deed. It's an act of kindness, Deb Wright commented on Facebook. I got goosebumps looking at these pics. Thank you, Ebony, for your kindness and patience. And thank you, Tassia. Like, shout out to Tassia. So that's a nice uplifting story that I think that uh, Hill Hippies are going to ruin. No, I'm not going to ruin it at all. No, I'm not going to ruin it at all. Uh, just shame on the uh, nail technician who wouldn't service this uh, special needs client. You know, you could always, you know, tie her hand down to the table or something yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, and I hope that you don't get sued because your defense is shaky at best. Look, <sighs> what? What? I don't think he was implying the joke. You think he actually? No, there's no way he doesn't know what he just did. Cerebral palsy is not a shaking disease. That was not a that was not a joke. Cerebral palsy is See? not a tremors disease. That's not epilepsy. It's not. It's not a seizure disease. It's a muscle spasm. It's not a. It was. It was in the tremors disease. It was in the article. It I didn't read the article. I'm coming in at the end of the episode. I'm just saying that like they're gonna get they're gonna get sued and like there's no real defense right. for that. Yeah, the defense is on 
There is Unstable no, ground. You have no solid ground for defense. Like, you can't, you can't deny a disabled people's service. That's right. not okay. And they did call, the article did call out the place. Davi Nails. Yeah, by name. By name. Right. I mean, I guess there's worse nail salons. There's a story we skipped about protesters uh, at this nail salon because these uh, nail salon people were beating them with a broom because they screwed up an eyebrow thing. And so the customer started complaining. And so I thought you wanted to end it on a good note. Well, it's just funny. It's like they're calling about ice now. It's like, why is ice get involved with this? It's like, well, you, you don't oh, care. Wow, I'm completely wrong about this. You don't care I'm about sorry. ice. That, that was a poor choice of words. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I thought when, so I, when you said cerebral palsy, I was thinking completely different disease. <laughs> EK caught up. <laughs> well, you're looking at me like a crazy, and I totally didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we screwed up this episode nice and good. Oh. Tune in next week, we'll screw up another one. This is not our kick every week. <laughs> yeah, Screw shit what up. We do. So look for us on Facebook. We're Shock Monkey Radio Redux on Facebook. You can look for my YouTube channel, The Madman Lowercase. Like, Madman's one word, lowercase is my last name. Um, please like, share, and subscribe. Please go to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio and become a patron so we can keep bringing you this content, such as it is. I'm the Madman, and I love you. Who are you? I'm the Hill Hippie, wishing you all peace and love. We're done, EK. You can do the thingy with the music thing that I don't know. It's not okay.